Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bookends with Friends. This is your co-host, Parker Moon. I'm your other co-host, Brett Irvin. And your other, other co-host, Daniel Phillips. We are a weekly book club podcast where we cover one book a month and talk about everything books and books related. Uh, it's a brand new month, which is very exciting. Happy June, guys. Yeah, happy June. This month's book is Where the Crawdads Sing, right? Yes, that's correct. And and Delia, Delia, is Delia is or Delia Owens? Delia Owens. Is the stutter in the title? Yeah, yeah uh-huh. There's the is is. You know, it, you, you don't have to come at me like that, Brett. Just wondering, making sure. Do you guys want to get into short stories and catch up where we talk about everything in our week, weeks and stuff? My favorite segment. Now yes, I'm stuttering left and right, Brett, because you okay? you're in my head. You, you got in my head. Okay? I'm just trying to keep you, you know, keep you on top of your hosting, your hosting acumen. I have never I once been that, on top of that. I use that correctly, right? I don't think so. <laughs> hosting yes. acumen. Let's talk about our weeks. Uh, I haven't seen you guys this week, I feel. I don't think I have. I've actually never seen your face before. Interesting. Yeah. Um, We've only ever done audio recording. Just audio. I feel like I'm still on the busy train. I've been on the busy train for six weeks now, and I'm going to continue to be on the... Thank you for that. Chugga, 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 I'm going to be continuing my busy train for like three more weeks, but I'm almost done. With the busyness, the last busy thing I did was we drove up to Louisville, Kentucky, to throw a baby shower for two very good friends of mine, the the Stanleys. We've mentioned the Stanleys before, and it was just really sweet to hang out with them and to celebrate baby together. That is very exciting. Yeah. Celebrate baby. Celebrate baby. Congratulations to John and Haley. Yeah. And to baby. I know baby's listening right now. And to baby, <laughs> especially to baby. They put headphones over. It's like classical music, but it's our podcast to yeah. make sure that their baby will be right. smart. So they're so they just come out super bright and not dumb. They're gonna and have not a, dumb. They're gonna have a Pulitzer Prize winning baby right there. Yeah, for sure. And for what I'm reading, I read two books this week, which is you know not to brag Hello. or anything, but I read two books this week. That's a monster week. <laughs> that's a big that's, that's a big week. Two more books than I completed this week. Yeah, suck it. Uh, the first one was Sea of Tranquility by Emily St. John Mandel. She's the writer of Station Eleven that I also read this year. Daughter um, of Howie. A daughter of Howie Mandel. Yes, thank you, Brett. She is now the current host of Deal or No Deal and a judge Howie. on okay, late 2000s. I don't know anything about this. Are y'all joking? Is this... <laughs> she she deposed her father Howie. Okay, she's not actually. Um, <laughs> he's in. Mandel. He's been banished to an island off the okay, coast. The same in a suitcase. In suitcase twelve. If you pick suitcase <laughs> twelve, you get Howie case. Mandel. Um, <laughs> I read Safe Tranquility. It was okay. I feel like it's a really good book, but just was not the book for me. It's it's one of those things where I'm like. I went to give it my rating on Goodreads and every other person that has read it has just been like five stars, best book I've ever read. And I'm like, shoot, I missed something here. Um, But still good. Check it out. And then I read Legends and Lattes, which is my favorite book of the year. Just to throw that out there, I'll get into it more later. Uh, But Legends and Lattes by Travis Baldry. I hope, hope I'm saying that right. 
I son of saw, Howie. <laughs> son of Howie Mandel. Oh my god. I saw that he was a developer on a game that one of my friends in high school actually played called Torchlight. And so I DM'd him on Instagram just to be like, hey man, you made Torchlight and this book. That's super cool. And then we talked about video games for a little bit. And he told me that he's like losing his mind playing through Elden Ring right now. And he's super excited to play uh, the new Horizon game. So that's what Travis Baldry has on his uh, schedule for the upcoming that's- months so cool that's super cool i got to tell him how like no one saw me for a month because i just played elden ring constantly um did you invite him to your discord did you invite him to our podcast (laughs) yeah oh uh, that probably would have been a good idea no we just talked about video games oh dan well dan's got another video game podcast yeah, yeah. You had with Travis with, You had an in with an author who you just you just said the favorite favorite book of the year, yeah. and you didn't just like you don't want to just like drop in like hey hey by the way we have this podcast you know it made it, that makes sense but no I did not do that um, mm. and so next time to move Travis, on from you're my mistake anytime <laughs> to move on from my mistake Parker how was your week my week uh, has also been busy but great. So this past weekend was kind of crazy because we kept the weekend open, um, Memorial Day weekend, because my sister was giving birth, um, or was supposed to, but little baby boy just decided to hang on in there, um, and so we ended up not doing anything this weekend, which was fantastic, because we had a very restful weekend, and we, we chilled, we hung out with friends, we got a lot done, but... It wasn't like we just because we were like thinking maybe the baby's going to come, maybe not. We didn't have anything done. So we we watched good TV. We watched all Stranger Things. It was amazing. Um, Volume one, of course. uh, Very good season. season. Uh, Very good season. And the first two episodes of Kenobi still haven't watched episode three. Dying to do that. And, uh, And then and then the baby did decide to come just a couple days later. So so to yesterday. I yep. got a new nephew, which is very exciting. That was very exciting. 18-pound baby. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> he is a big boy. A strong lad. Just a strong lad. He came out fully baked. Um, he, Brett you know, Bever he's, have a baby-themed short story. Oh. Yeah, right? To be on brand. Well, also, to be on brand, um, I, too, and, well, I'm in the midst of reading Legends and Lattes, and... Would go as far as to say, even though I'm not finished, favorite book of the year. It's fantastic. Wow. It's so good. It's so it's so incredibly good, and um, I I really just love it. I can't express enough how just pure like pleasure filled joy I've gotten from reading this book. It's pure cozy. Maybe off mic we can talk a, a lot about this, Dan. But like. I didn't know that you talked to Travis Baldry. I did f- start following him on Instagram, and he doesn't have like the largest following. So I oh, think this we're is his only book. In. Yeah, yeah, I think we're getting in on the groundswell, and I like he's awesome. Like, or at least I mean, his writing is awesome. So, like, yeah. uh, listeners, go if you're if you're a fan. Uh, it, it's like a love letter to coffee. And also a love letter to like fantasy, kind of like D and D, but it really like the 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 strength of it is just the characters are so good. It gave me the same. And okay, I'm actually gonna save this thought because we are going to talk we're about. We're gonna this talk. Later. We're gonna talk so about. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, save gonna, my thoughts on it until then. 
Okay. Honestly, I should pause there too. Okay. Cool. I should pause there too, uh, because we'll probably be talking more about Legends of Lattes in this episode. Yeah, I'll pause there too. But <laughs> it's good, and it's good. and I'm actually really excited that you reached out to Travis Baldry, and maybe maybe we do maybe 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 we pull some strings. Maybe we see how how much he uh, resonated with y'all with y'all's video game <laughs> conversation, <laughs> and see if he's down to clown and come on the show. Yeah, for sure. Um, Brett, what is your your baby story? I mean, short story. Yeah, tell us about babies, Brett. I had a um, Brett. Where did babies come from? Brett, where did where did the baby come? Where did how did the baby do? From uh, the same plant as coffee, actually. Huh. Oh, yeah. Um, I had a latte this weekend. That's my connection. I've made both connections now. Okay, good. Um, but my big story is I went to the Greenville Scottish Games. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Nice. Can you take another? Can you do another try? The Hoyland Games. No, okay. No, no, no. Okay, one more. One more. Scottish. One more go. All right, I think you got it that time. The third take was good. It can take all land. Yeah, hey, what what take. part of... All freedom. What part of Scotland <laughs> is that? Is that accent? That's Glasgow. That's gla- okay, gla- yeah, and I do, I do think they say Glasgow too, just like that. Yeah, it's gla- Glasgow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I can I can say all this because I have freckles and I'm my family's from Scotland. Oh man, they all love they love me over there. And you're Howie Mandel's son. Yes, that too. Howie's big in Scotland. Um, so I went to the Greenville Scottish Games. I don't think we're getting Travis Baldry on this show. <laughs> no, he loves this. Uh, and I found my heritage. I found my people and I just like walked around for like four hours. Um, they had a bunch of competitions going on, like the one where they throw the big log and try and flip it. It was basically like a strongman competition, but you are Scottish and you wear kilts. So it's even better than Mr. Universe or whatever Arnold Schwarzenegger won. He wishes. Mm. Am I right, guys? He wishes. Did you buy a kilt? I did not buy a kilt, but I did find out what my tartan color is, so I know what color to buy when I buy a Ooh. kilt for next okay. year. Next kilt. But around the field, they had all the clans, and so you could like go figure out the history of your name and stuff. I, f- I-, I figured out the history of my name. I'm from a warring clan. We were like Ooh. a border clan, so we raided the English a lot. So yeah, take that, jolly old London. <laughs> No, no, give that a go in your Scottish accent. Tyke that. <laughs> God, I don't. I haven't. I haven't watched Brave recently. All right. Mm, uh. That's it. Um. So yeah, I. You know, we raided the English a lot. Took down the Queen and the King and all of them. Uh. And I also had a Scotch egg, which was actually delicious. Um. I did have fish and chips because I think there's not enough Scottish food. To fill out a an entire event, so they had to bring in British food too. So there's okay. How sure how sure are you though that that's Scottish and not, or that, that that's British and not Scottish? Well, the vendor was called British Foods, so uh, okay. that's right. where so I gathered sure. that from. And there was also a stage with some bands, some Scottish bands, including uh, Green Day. So Green Day was there. Please. Was it was it G R E E N E Green Day? Is this a is this a community joke? This is a community joke. 
Okay. Um, Get out of town. But it was actually great. It sounded like the music from Dune, like the Sardaukar, uh, like the the throat the throaty. They had like a didgeridoo type uh, instrument. It was pretty mm-hmm. cool. All in all, it was pretty cool. Um, I enjoyed myself. I got sunburnt. Uh, but I watched some really cool things and just hung out with some Scottish people. That's exciting. Yeah. What more could you want for him? Uh, yeah, exactly. Saturday? Exactly. So yeah, so that was my fun Saturday. Um, and so I'm also reading Rhythm of War and then nice. Where the Crawdads Sing. go. So yeah. Sick. Oh, I also I forgot to say that I am reading uh, uh, the third Lord of the Rings, which like I is just kind of a thing that's happening. I believe it's so, called like, Return of the King. It is. It is Return of the King. In fact, um, thank you. But that's just you. happening. But it's just kind of in the background. So like, don't don't even worry about it. Yeah, cool. sounds good. Uh, let's move on to quote of the week, the best segment of all time that we always remember and never ever forget. We've never forgotten it once, and it's our favorite segment. Um, so let's go ahead and I see that two of our quotes are from legends and lattes. So let's, let's go ahead and hit those. Okay. I'll share mine first because this will be my quick little snippet on what this book is about. Okay. So yeah, this is beautiful. Legends of lattes follows an orc, a violent, brutal orc named Viv, who is coming to the end of her violent, brutal acts of being an orc. And she wants to take on a different life and live out her days in peace and tranquility as a barista at a newfound coffee shop that she opens in this fantasy city. Um, She goes to the city and she buys this really rundown stable um, to turn into a coffee shop. And the owner that she bought it from says, hey, that's a stable That can't be a coffee shop. And she says, and this is my quote of the week, things don't have to stay as what they started out as, which I think is very cute because Viv is an orc and she doesn't have to stay an orc. She can just live a nice, peaceful life. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's so good. That sounds incredibly wholesome. And I'm excited to read this. book. It's amazing. It really it's just it's so lovely. Yes. Um. So I brought I brought a quote also from Legends and Lattes, and the quote is it, it's this is it, it's kind of Viv when she's early on trying to explain coffee to folks because they don't know what coffee is, uh, and she said people just sat around drinking it and from these little ceramic cups. I had to try it, and it was like drinking the feeling of being peaceful, being peaceful in your mind, and. I really just love that quote because I, when I, I feel like when I talk about coffee and my enjoyment of coffee a lot of times, it, I think it's not the actual like benefit of caffeine or even the taste most of the time. I think there is a trained uh, like almost Pavlovian response of like comfort that comes with a good cup of coffee. And this whole book agree. felt like a love letter to that idea. And I think nothing like this quote really like wrapped that idea. This, up this whole succinctly. book was just a good cup of coffee. It was just a good cup of coffee. It's a good cup it's, of coffee. It's a like solid cup the of feeling of being peaceful, being peaceful in your mind. And Zach brought a quote. Zach yeah, brought the, a quote. The quote King Zach, himself. The King himself, King of quotes, Zach Squiggs brought a quote. 
he messaged us and said, here's another quote for you to ignore. Um, and <laughs> We're not going to ignore it. We're just not going to pick it. I have a sinking yeah, yeah, yeah. feeling. See, that, see that's what I, I was going to say the same thing, Dan. I think he's really, he's not understanding what's going on here. <laughs> um, so, so Zach, quote, it's pretty simple. It's, it's pretty simple, Zach. Um, Zach's quote said, I consider myself to be a man of principle, but what man does not? Even cutthroat, I have noticed, even, sorry, even the cutthroat, I have noticed, believes his actions to be moral after a fashion. I guess it all comes down to one fact in the end. I am the one with the armies. Um, that's Brando Sando, and that's Miss Bourne, and I think he tried to see if he could squeak in a quote by sending us Brandon Sanderson, yeah. but really... No. I think it's I a second think, place quote. I don't think we can honest. pick it because we talk about Brandon Sanderson too much, so... <laughs> yeah. It, it's kind of like a, a runner-up vibe that I'm getting from that quote. It's a great quote. Don't get it's me It's a good wrong. quote, Zach. It's, it's honestly, dude, it's such a good quote, um, and great book. Like I, I legitimately love Mistborn. So what, what are you guys thinking? Yeah, we can't pick it. Can't, can't. Yeah. It, so this, this one's DQ'd, but just because we talk too much about Brandon Sanderson, right. so he's the king already too. He's, he's the, the king, king of quotes. He carries this segment on his back. Yeah. Uh, let's let's Next offer time. it up to Brett since we both brought our own. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, offer Brett, it up to pick quote of the week, and we'll move on. Um, I like Parker's just because uh, coffee is kind of a treat for me, and it is definitely something that is like a peaceful like something to look forward to is uh, is that addiction i don't know um <laughs> and you know i can't live without it and if i don't drink it i get a massive headache and i get really cranky that's yeah. why i think this one. Yeah, yeah i have to have two cups a day or else i'm not able to uh sustain conversations is right. that that's not a that's okay. good right that's all right okay cool um, I like, yeah so i choose that great quote uh let's move on we're gonna pretty much breeze through this actual discussion segment because we're really just going to be uh cracking open our goodreads and talking about our our book goals for the year yeah this is this is a this is a mid-year check-in which is crazy like i thought mid-year and i was like we're not midway through the year but like we are and i don't like it because this year is really blowing by this year is mid (laughs) okay no we're moving on uh so not gonna even acknowledge we just have some some very generic uh, book questions I want to ask you guys and see how we're doing. And then we're just going to breeze through this and call it a day. Crack open number one. And this is why I saved some discussion on this earlier. What's your favorite book of the year so far? I mean, I'll get mine out of the way so you guys can discuss Legends and Lattes. But... No, not Parker because he hasn't read it yet. <laughs> oh. That's so rude and so true. It's fine. I'm fine. Whatever. Fine. I won't say it. I'm, I'm only... 200 pages in, so I can't say it's my favorite of the year. <laughs> we have a feud brewing. Get like a brewing. cup of joe. Um, so I think mine is going to have to be uh, The Love Hypothesis so far. Okay. Um, just the every time I noticed a Star Wars reference or crossover, just like thinking about Adam Driver the entire time it does do it for you yeah it was just Mm. it just like it just it either makes you laugh or you're like oh my gosh and it just like puts a smile on your face so i just i really enjoyed the love hypothesis and you picked a book club book so props to you i did i was i was trying to stay it was gonna be either that or crying in h mart yeah Mm. nice good choices love hypothesis was great even though i did also read 
Oathbringer, but I'm going to stay with Love Hypothesis just good so for, we can you, stay away. <laughs> we could stay away from Sanderson right now. Yeah, I mean, if we DQ'd Zach, we'd have to DQ you for that. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good call. Well, since I ap- apparently, according to Dan, can't say Legends and Lattes, which since is fair, DQ'd from it's that. fine. I'm since I'm not, I haven't finished it yet. I I'm kind of torn between two. So I, I read Stardust by Neil Gaiman this year, Ooh. and I also read um, the second Thursday Murder Club, A Man Who Died Twice. And I think I just have a thing for like comfort books. Yeah. Because those aren't either like and, and the same kind of way with Legends Latte. It's like I don't think they're like necessarily the most profound or like um you know, like highest stakes or like most engaging, but I feel so good at like while reading them. I'm smiling the whole way through. Um so I think I think one of those uh but runner up and or honorable mention is definitely Gallant, um, which is my favorite book that's been published in 2022. Very cool cover, by the way. Very cool cover. Um, and that's that's V.E. Schwab's newest, latest book. It's just very good. It's very, it's very haunting. And uh, it's got like a almost like a Coraline-esque story to it. And it's just it's just a fu- it's a fun mystery. It's it's a really good one. So so check it out if you like sci-fi horror thriller kind of vibe. It's, you like it's other great. mothers? <laughs> yes. Cool. If you like creepy parallel universes, check it out. Great book. And then mine, obviously, I've already said this. Legends and Lattes is my favorite book so far this year. Um, I don't even believe that's like recency bias either. It's just I I really it's loved just it. that good. It's, it's just, just that good. So. I was going to say this earlier, but wanted to save it for the actual discussion. It gave me the same feeling as like, um, as like Ted Lasso did when I was watching Ted Lasso. Oh my God. Dan. Um, yes. Cause it's just like, you, you like pretty much all of the characters. Like all the characters are good. It's just really wholesome. And like, it just felt fun and happy to read. Dan, Dan. Yeah. Dan. Yeah. I was reading and listening to the Ted Lasso soundtrack <laughs> earlier. Reading yeah. this book, reading Legends yeah. of Lasso, and, and it goes hand in hand. Yeah, it's, it's just. I'm not kidding. I, like that's not that's not me like lying for to to make the audience like us more, <laughs> which I is a stupid sentiment, anyways. But like literally, that I, I it just works though, right? It just like, works. It's, it's just you know, it's just such a happy book to read, and it feels good to read, and like. It's um, every time something changes, you're like, oh, this is, you know, this is going to be the part where like something doesn't it. work out. This and it just, it just does. Like it just works out and it just feels good. And it's short. It was only 300 pages. Like I read it in a day. It's just very, very good. Loved it a whole lot. Um, if this dude ever writes another book, I will be right in line to buy it because it's, it's just fantastic. Yeah, we're we're here to push the Travis Baldry gospel, yeah. and we are spreading the news. So pick it up; it's, it's good stuff. Next question: most anticipated book of the year. What are you What are you looking forward to on your list? And that is uh, not not your to be read book to read later in the year, but book that's actually being published this year. Is there anything you're looking forward to? So I have one. Um, <laughs> Hit okay. me, Brett. So, and it was, it's Taylor Jenkins Reid, 
her new book. Uh, it's called Carrie Soto is Back. Yeah, dude. Unfortunately, you know, not didn't quite make book of the year last year on the pod. Uh, oh my god it should have it should have been that or it should have been an absolutely remarkable thing i will never ever let you guys live that yeah down. i think we could retcon and say it should be uh no 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 rising. we can't we can't we cannot you have to live with your why sin. do we have to retcon i think it's live fine with your, live with your sin uh but yeah so it's basically so carrie soda was a character in malibu rising um mm-hmm. she had an affair with uh, Nina's husband, um, and that kind of plays out at a, at a few points in the book. Um, but so it's it's a Carrie Soto focused story, um, and you know I haven't read uh, Daisy Jones and the Six, um, which I would like to, but just based on how much I enjoyed Malibu Rising, I think Carrie Soto's back is going to be awesome because Taylor Jenkins Reid is I, awesome. I really like the TJRCU, the Taylor Jenkins Reid Cinematic Universe, because in Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, they mention uh, Mick Riva. He's yeah. a character. Yeah. And so now that this book's coming out, like all of her books are connected, and I fully expect there to be an Infinity War style all of them get together TJ. to fight Thanos. <laughs> that would be amazing. TJRCU. Um, fun, funny little snippet about Taylor Jenkins Reid is I was at a bookstore the other day and um, did you run into her, her and talk to her about games and yeah I did her to be on the podcast no a woman picked up Malibu Rising and this girl came up to her and she was like oh I really or no she picked up Jay-Z Jones on the six hi was, my name is Taylor Jenkins Reid <laughs> this girl came up and she was like hey I really like that book you should get it and the woman was like oh great and she put it in her cart and I came over and I was like, oh, she also wrote Malibu Rising. I read it and it's also very good. And the woman was like, great, I'll take that too. And she picked that up. And then Seven Husbands was by the shelf as well. And she was like, is this the same author? And I said, yeah. And she goes, cool, thanks. And so she picked up all three and like wow. went and checked oh, out. I love that attitude. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's it right there. Literally the never heard. She in. wasn't even looking at them. Like she glanced at Daisy Jones and the Six and some stranger was like, that's a great book. And then she left with all three, which is I fun. love that. I love that. That mentality, that lifestyle, yeah. that just like trusting strangers. Yes, yes, yes. Bye, bye, bye. Boom, boom. Don't look back. Life's too short to to and also also I haven't read Daisy Jones and the Six, but she picked up two bangers. I and I would imagine Daisy Jones and the Six is great too. Oh yeah, because I did read Seven Husbands this year, and man, that one probably could have been favorite year favorite book of the year so far. That's another runner up. They're all good. Good. Uh, do you have any books you're looking forward to, Parker? Yeah, I do. Um, so t- the rest of 2022. Um, there's a handful of books. There's a handful of books this month that are coming out. Two books in particular. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry. One book this month. Um, the, sorry. I don't know why I thought two. My brain, uh, played a trick on me there. So Riley Sager's next book is coming yeah. out this month. Book of the year. Yeah. Book of the year. I, I mean, Riley Sager. Potentially. Two. Uh, potentially that's, it's house, uh, across the, the sh- lake, the street. It's a very creepy looking cover. The House Across the Lake is the name of it. I don't. I couldn't remember it. Sorry. Okay. So that yes, that's coming out this year. Um, very not even this year. This month. Very excited about that. Just I, I think I need a good horror story. Haven't read one in a while. So I'll, I'll dip my toes into that probably later this month. The Lost Metal. So Brandon Sanderson. 
naturally closing out second Mistborn uh, era to I'm excited about that. I feel like that's just it's that's down the road, and I don't even want to get think that far in advance yet. Right. Um, but another book that I'm very very excited about is Richard Osman's third book, Thursday Murder Club, is back. Ooh. And at this point, he's almost like just like pumping these out annually. And I hope he does. And I hope he writes 40 of them. So <laughs> this next one is uh, The Bullet That Missed. And I, the, all of the characters in this series are just just very lovable. It's it, it's kind of what we we're talking about already with, with like comfort reads. But right. um, if, if, the, if The Bullet That Missed is anything like his first two... I am gonna just adore it. So that's that's probably my that. In fact, that is my number one most anticipated. I'll just go nice. ahead and say it. Yeah, very fun. Sounds good. I've got um, I I believe this is slotted for the end of 2022, potentially start of 23. Um, but a day of fallen night, which is the prequel to Priory of the Orange Tree. Ooh, um, oh, so I'm cool. excited for that one because uh, I really fun. like that book, and then. This is another one where it, it's kind of up in the air if it's going to come out this year. I really hope it does because I'm still cranking through this series. But the fourth Lies of Locke Lamora, the Gentleman Bastards book, the author is oh, working really? on. Apparently it's going to be like six or seven books, and which I didn't realize. I thought it was just a trilogy. I didn't know it was an ongoing series. I thought it was just a trilogy. And then there's, a, yeah, the fourth one has a title. And Oh, dude, you must be stoked about that. Oh, yeah, I'm super excited. That book was awesome. Are you are you caught up currently? Have you read all three? I'm, I'm like halfway through the second one. Okay. Um, But the first one was really good. And I, I just, I didn't know there was going to be a fourth one. And so pumped about that. So I meant to tell you, Dan, um, sorry, I'm derailing us again. All good. So the person who keyed me in on legends and lattes is evan oh book book reviews kill the book reviews kill he's my favorite book talker yeah yes fantastic book talker so evan read that book apparently is friends with travis baldry to some degree but he also loves the lock lamora he is the reason that i started the series because i trust him with my life yeah. So I mean, he yeah, he's got great taste. He he pretty much always anything he brings to the table, yeah. I you know keep my eyes on or put on my TBR. So. He he talked about a book recently called Children of Time, which is a sci-fi standalone, and I was like, sweet, adding it. Can't wait to get it from the library. Um, okay. Wow, that's funny. Um. Yeah, Evan's great. That's a, he's okay. also the one that cued me on Legends and Lattes. God, I love him so much. Uh, but no, those are my two. And then if this were 2023, we would just be talking about the nine Sanderson books that would yeah, come out. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Like that's uh, that's almost why I didn't want to talk about the Lost Metal because I'm kind of wrapping that up into the we'll the next it. the foreseeable future of Sanderson, which is just like it's going to be so much next year. We'll yeah. do a Sanderson preview for 2023. <laughs> okay. We'll do an episode on it. We'll do. That's we'll just do a, an entire. We'll just shift our our podcast to that and give up just trying for to just save for the face. year. Uh, moving on, are there any book-related adaptations that you're excited for this year? I'll just go ahead and say mine for an example, where The Crawdad Sings comes out next month, and I'm very excited for it. Yeah, so we kind of um, wanted to put that on here just because, you know, that's our book of the month, and then Dan had talked about uh, the adaptation coming out. So I was just looking at some other uh, adaptations that are have 
just recently come out or are coming out soon that I thought would look interesting. Um, I'll make before it you, super fast. Before you get into that, when we can we all go to the movies to see where they're called out seeing after we read it and just like loudly sigh and huff and puff the entire movie in the theaters and be like, that's not what happened in the book. <laughs> Ugh, the book's so much better. The only Ugh, thing. Can you believe that? Like, I want to be, can we do that? Oh, I was okay. gonna say we could just record a live episode in the theater. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's even better. Yeah, we'll bring our mics. We'll set up while people are trying to watch the movie, and we'll just give live live reaction. Yeah, just Good. live commentary. Good. Just make it quick. Um, so there's just a couple I want to talk about. The first one being um, uh, a movie called well, it's a, originally a book by Joe Hill called uh, Black Phone. Um, and it's a horror movie, like a supernatural horror movie, coming out based on the book. Um, it's kind of a kidnapping story. This little kid gets kidnapped, but there's this phone that is not plugged in that he communicates with other kids that have been. Ki- it's like a serial oh killer slash kidnapper Ooh. is the villain and spooky, spooky. He talks to the kids that have previously been kidnapped that are now dead. Um, so they're like trying to help him out. Um, it was super interesting. It has Ethan Hawke as the bad guy, and I feel like he's going to kill that. And then uh, one that I recently am kind of watching, uh, have watched, is it's called Under the Banner of Heaven. Um, and it's, Oh, that's Andrew Garfield. Yeah, yeah, it's Andrew Garfield, and it's based on a book by my boy uh, Johnny Cracks, Johnny Crack Hour. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, Johnny Cracks. I thought Johnny it's, Cracks was a different guy. Johnny Cracks. <laughs> um, from uh, Into Thin Air fame, uh, but it's it's a story about a double homicide that took place in Utah in Mormon country, and he parallels it. It's kind of about fundamentalist Mormonism, um, and he parallels it with the history, like some history, like a look back at the origins of Mormonism. Um, it's just a very, obviously, it's a drama. Um, it's very intense and emotional. But it's been, obviously, the uh, the adaptation's been incredible. Andrew Garfield's amazing. Um, it's super good. So, yeah, definitely go check that out on Hulu. And then lastly, there's a movie coming out this year called Bullet Train. And it's actually based, I just found, recently found out, on a... Is that Brad Pitt? Is that, yeah. it, that The Brad Pitt movie coming out is based on a book? Yeah. yeah. So, Dude, yeah, we gotta read this book. Yeah, the book's called Bullet Train, and it's by um, apologies for the pronunciation, but uh, Kotaro Isaka, um, and it is basically yeah, it's like Murder on the Orient Express. Dude, meets, like, I gotta read this. An assassin movie, but it just looks it looks so good. Yeah, the trailer looks phenomenal. I, oh so man, fun. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a that's gonna be added to my want to read tonight yeah it looks so fun and yeah so we need to re- we need to read that before before the movie comes out because it looks like it's going to be incredible wow but yeah so just a, well you just didn't you didn't even hit mine so that's good because well I, you know i don't even know i don't think mine are sl- slated for this year i'm not sure i think they might have originally been slated for this year um we have the nightingale uh yes. with the fanning sisters yeah, yeah, yeah. which is going to be really great um Excited for that. I mean, too. great, great book, but also like I would just love to see. I don't know. Have the Fanning sisters acted together? And I don't know if they. Have I don't or not. think so. But to see that adapted, since we just recently read it, I think will be very cool. Yeah, that's gonna be great. Elle Fanning played the dog, and <laughs> what? 
I kinda I couldn't get the joke out, but I was about to say El Fanning played the dog and because of Wendy Dixie. <laughs> <laughs> That's when they've acted together. <laughs> And on top of that, I'm excited to see, <laughs> I'm excited for the Paper Girls adaptation. Um, I didn't know that was a thing. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So, so Paper Girls is is getting adapted, I think, to a, a Netflix show or something, one of the streaming services. And I feel like by the nature of the show, it could have big, or the nature of the books, it could have big Stranger Things energy. Yeah. yeah if yeah. if done well, if done bad, it could go really wrong because those books are just wild. I mean, um, if Netflix picks it up, if that's who's actually picking it up, they already have the formula to make it good. Just make yeah. Stranger Things again with different right. material. Stranger Things, different material. The only thing I like the all of the future stuff. I feel like like CG wise will be interesting to see how they do. Um, but I mean, such a fun graphic novel, and I I really I, I'm excited to see that uh, be brought to the the big screen or the silver screen, whichever one it's coming to. Yeah, one hundred percent. That sounds amazing. I, but again, I don't I don't know for sure that that's 2022, either yeah. of those. I just got excited and, and said things without looking into it. Let's wrap up the episode. That's it, right? Very last thing, book goals. How many books have you doing? read? What, what's your goal for the year? How, midway point, how you doing? Are you on track? So I, I set mine at 40, and I set mine at 40 last year, and I ended up reading like somewhere like a little bit above 50. I think 40 is just good. 40 is good for me. Because um, I feel like it's a doable amount. It keeps me motivated. It stretches me a little bit, but not too much. Um, and I feel like if I read any faster than what I've been doing recently, I experience burnout. And that's just a personal thing. And what I mean by burnout, too, isn't necessarily like I get tired of reading, but more so that when I'm reading and I put down a book, I can hardly remember what I just read. And I don't like that feeling. I yeah. like sitting with books and being able to like take something away from them. So that's I, I'm on track. I'm I'm happy with my forty my forty books and I'm I'm over halfway there. So I think I'm on par I'm on speed. Attaboy. I think mine's thirty and I'm a little bit behind pace. Uh, but I will speed it up and we'll get it. We'll get it done. We'll get it taken care of. I just Sanderson doesn't up. help. We tell the listeners that if they just read one book a month with us, then they've read 12 books a year, which is fantastic. So, you know, if, if it's, if it's above 12, Brett, you're doing, you're doing great. I'm on pace for five, I think. That a boy. Which is weird because, yeah. Which is, which is weird because we've read five. Yeah. We've done, <laughs> we've strange. done that. <laughs> I don't know what that means for my future. I should probably watch my back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I always set mine at 30 because it's a nice little cushion for me. And I have currently read 20. Yeah, Dan, you got to stretch that a little bit. Well, I think you're taking yourself. I think you're taking it a little too easy on yourself. I mean, wait, didn't you just say, wait a second. Not 40 is not too much different, but (laughs) no, I mean like read that if you read 12 a year, then that's good. Dude, my average page count this year is going to be buck wild for books. Well, Dan, Dan put down two books this week, so that's why I'm telling him he's got to bump that bump that number up. Zooming. There, there is, there is. Let me clarify. There is no bad amount of books to read. If you're reading a single book, unless your a name year, is Daniel, unless your name's Daniel, and to which I hold you a higher standard, 
Um, no, I'm just kidding. Dan, you can, you can have it be whatever you want. And it's 30. And I like well, it that's, at 30. That sucks. No, <laughs> okay, it. let's wrap. Let's bookmark it. We have nothing else to say. Okay, yeah, I'm done. I've only said stupid things, I feel like, for an hour. So let's let's end it. We do look forward to, um, in this month, we're going to try and do an episode where we announce uh, the second half of 2022's books. So we're going to try and announce all six. So we're probably going to do an episode about that. Yes, um, which will be that fun. Would, that will require planning, but we're excited. We're going to try to change it up. That way, listeners, y'all can know well in advance what we plan to read. Yeah. And just to give a little more heads up instead of it being announced the month of. If y'all think that's a bad idea, though, reach out to us and let us know. Because we're always learning. We're always moving. And then also we'd like to do because... Um, because where the crowd where the crowd sing was um, a Reese's book club pick, uh, and that's Reese Witherspoon. Um, we want to do an episode on that. I think Dan would be taking the lead on that one. There's like a whole site for that book club, like very in depth organization, which I did not really think it would be. And so I want to figure out if I can find out like how it works and how books are picked and things like that. Kind of like our. Uh, New York Times, like, bestseller book type of deal. Yeah, Try to figure out some stuff there. In our show notes, it looks like Reese's Book Club, which... <laughs> yeah, that's like that's, a, no, that's a rival one, cup. actually. I, I want to read that one. I want to be a part of the Reese's Peanut Butter the Cup Reese's. Book Club. Okay. <laughs> God, okay, close this out. Parker. Uh, okay, thank you, Jacob uh, Robinson, for your uh, tunes and your jams and your beats and your bops. Uh, that you have created for this show. We love it. It's awesome. I like saying um, we should say it that way from now on. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I've only ever said it that way. I don't know what you're, you're talking about. Um, Maddie Moon has made lovely art for our podcast, um, and that's the cover of our podcast. You'll see that on Spotify or any any of the any, – anywhere you, where you listen to our podcast. podcast. Where you find podcasts, you will find that lovely cover art. Um, so thank you dreams. both. Thank you both. Listeners, thank you so much um, for just being so sweet and engaging with us and listening. You're the reason we do it. Thank you also for being patient with us because the summers have been crazy um, and it might continue to be crazy. So yeah, we'll we'll keep making content um, and we'll, we'll keep trying to improve and make it uh, be better and, and just continue to get uh, better as we go. Um, send us in thoughts and discussion. You can reach us at uh, bookinswithfriends at gmail.com. And remember, the real books were the friends we made along the way. And that's you, listeners. And that's you, Jacob. And that's you, Maddie. (laughs) 